All right, we're back with episode nine of The Lunch Table with myself, Tyler. We have Jaron, Killian, and the L.A. Kelly. All right, so, so, okay, you smart ass. Um, so this is one episode that, you know, Killian has been pushing for. So I'm going to let him kind of take the reins with what he wants to talk about a little bit. Okay, go ahead, Kilster. Fantasy football. Everybody who wants to fucking win this week, you have to listen. You have to listen. You have any, you, if you, I promise, I promise. I'm not a big Chase Claypool kid. I'm not. I promise I'm not. But he, he didn't score last week. And what NFL teams do, you think of the transfer portal. When you transfer to another school, they want to give you a little bit of love. Chase Claypool is playing against who this week? Let me look. I'm, I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not prepared as, as good as I had should have been. Detroit. They're going to get him yeah. his touchdown this week. If you guys need somebody to play in your flex or in your receiver, Chase Claypool is your guy. I'm telling you right now, one. Two, I would also look very, very strongly if, you know, everybody knows you, Josh Palmer had a great week last week. Yeah, I picked him up before the week started. Whatever. Yeah, I'm better than you guys. But if you can get him, go get him. <clears throat> I also very, very much like Greg Dolchich from fucking – the Broncos for the Broncos. Yeah, he's got a lot of touches the last couple of weeks. He's only played three weeks, though. That is yeah. not he's he's only got touches. That's the only time he's fucking played his last three weeks. He's a rookie and he's been getting a lot of fucking love. Jeff Wilson Jr., everybody knows he played better than Moster. You know, you can't ever play Wilson or Moster because you never know who's gonna go. Stu Stu. Um, I guess the biggest sleeper I have for uh, other than I guess Palmer would be I would very, very seriously look into investing in um, Jalen Warren for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Najee Harris has had a really, really bad year so is far. He, he it's because he's he has fucking the lowest overrated. Stars he's fucking horrible. He's a dog sure. shit fucking Steeler you know, player. You can hate him. You can hate him as long as you want to. I don't really give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. But Jalen Warren tier. is... Uh, hey, I'm telling you, Jalen Warren plays very similar to Doug Martin. And Doug Martin had a really big year. I'm not saying, you know, Jalen Warren's going to go stew-stew, but the potential is there. And everybody knows Najee's battling the foot injury, and everybody knows Najee has the least amount of yards per carry on the season. He, you know, he's just – it's and, it, and I like Najee Harris a lot, and I don't blame him. I blame the offensive line. I was going to say that, yeah. Yeah, like I, like I believe that, in my opinion, uh, to segue a little bit, uh, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's a good running back, but Nick Chubb, when he has his big runs, he doesn't get touched till he's three or four or five yards down the field. If I'm being completely honest, yards after contact. His yards after contact happen when he's already running 15, 16 miles an hour. It's not fair. When Nashi mm. Harris, gets, no, that's not Nashi true. Harris, that's not no, no, true. hey, no, hey, no. This isn't an argument. This is a fact for everybody. Watch America watching this podcast. Seriously, fucking watching. Nick Chubb gets his big runs. He's not getting touched till he's at least three or four yards down the fucking field. And then, yeah, he he might run somebody over because he has a fucking head of steam of what he starts fucking seven yards in the backfield and he's four yards upfield, so he has a fucking twelve yard head start to run as fast as he can. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope he wins. I do. I do. I'm not saying Nick Chubb's bad. I'm just saying I can do what he does. 
Okay. Oh, okay. And, and, and my six foot two, 192 pound frame, I can do what he does. This podcast might get cut short because I'm gonna start fighting Gillian in a second. <laughs> I don't know about all that. And then they uh, get they get good, that's good, that's that's good, right. to fucking get some fucking people listening. You know it is. Here you, here you go, Kareem Hunt. Here, here's yeah. negative two yards for you, Kareem. We're we're, yeah. we're taking a break this play. That's the fact, Jerry. No, no, it's not. Said, no, it's not. No, 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 shut up. Shut up. Shut up, Killing. Okay, for one second. So you're, what you're telling me is you're telling me the offensive line doesn't play as well when Kareem Hunt runs the ball. That's exactly what you're saying because you're saying it's yes. all the offensive line. That is complete and utter bullshit. The fact that that's even coming out of your mouth, you know it's wrong. You're thinking about it. You know it's wrong because if you put, if you put Najee Harris in the backfield right now, the way he's running in the Browns' backfield, he is not going to put up the same numbers. No yeah, yeah. you put if you Nowhere put Najee Harris with a broken fucking foot in the backfield, yeah, I guess Even he's him not healthy. Run to his up, I guess he's been playing all year and he's been playing bad all year. He has a broken <laughs> foot that he's not telling anybody about. I put my life on the line that he has a broken foot that he's not telling anybody about. What? Dude, he a was in training toe? camp not fucking, wearing a fucking so cleat. Why do you think he was wearing one cleat in training camp? He probably has fucking turf toe. Come on now. Turf toe. You know how pussy those dudes are. Get paid millions to get a fucking turf injury. He's not getting paid millions. He's a fucking. He's on his second year contract. Throwing shots he's at Michael a rookie Thomas. Deal. Yeah, I am. I am calling shots at Michael Thomas. He's a pussy, soft ass. <laughs> we ain't talking about Michael Come Thomas. Is weak ass. And like, <laughs> so I forget. I I think it was Julian Edelman. So I seen a I seen a clip of him earlier this week, and he was talking on another sorry. another podcast. Okay, and they were asking him like why he didn't like Jimmy Garoppolo. Just, just, to, just to kind of just a bounce off of it. So Jimmy Garoppolo hurt his left shoulder, right? And in a yeah. game a couple years ago. Sounds like Baker, sounds like Baker Mayfield already. But go ahead. He left the game, <clears throat> wouldn't play. Jacoby Brissett came in, just because Jacoby. I have to bring it up. Came in, whatever. Led the Patriots to a couple wins. And Three straight, I, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. Three straight. This is when Tom Brady was suspended back for the Deflate Gate, mm-hmm. and. Um, I guess it was a giant riff, and that's why they the Patriots ended up getting rid of um, Jimmy Garoppolo is because he was a pussy, basically. And here he goes over to San Francisco, and he fucking barely plays. And then uh, Trey Lance goes down, and now he's about to be a Super Bowl contending quarterback, getting paid millions on incentives because Trey Lance fucking blew out his knee. I just – I. Really? I think that was funny, but personally, you think, but... You think that relates to Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb and the offensive line? Oh, yeah. I was talking about Najee. I mean, I was based off of Najee's yeah. pussy ass. Yeah, yeah there's another running back. It. Never fucking played with fucking <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo in his entire hey, career. Hey, I, I was just basing it I off guess, of you brought up Najee's segue. soft injury. Segways pretty seamlessly. I get. It. I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. So. I'm done. I'm done. I'm gonna let you guys You're take. You're done. All right. So, no, I'm not done, done. But like, I'm. I mean, I'm no, done like, talking a lot. Okay. Like, okay. You know, I'm gonna let Jaron and you talk. All right. So it's a huge shakeup in college football this past week, and I think I called most of these wins, but it's kind of crazy to me that it actually happened. Notre Dame beat the dog piss out of Clemson. They're fucking horrible. We all knew that. They were just waiting, waiting to get beat by a somewhat decent fucking team because their ACC schedule is so weak. And then one thing I was surprised with was LSU beating Alabama 
I know Jaron thought it was, or was it Killian that said it was going to be a blowout? I think it was Jaron. He said I, didn't it was was score I didn't say it was going to blow. I said game. it was a two, two score game. Two score game. That's yeah. what I thought it was going to be. Two, two score game. game. It's I'll okay. It. It's okay. You're wrong. It's okay. But um, yeah, I, I, I was saying that Alabama team is not that good. And this is one thing that I was like sitting here thinking about talking about. Like, if you notice, like, previous Nick Saban teams, they always have that number one wide receiver, whether it was Amari Cooper, Devontae Smith, or um, Julio Jones. Like, they just do not have that marquee receiver, and I think that's why they're struggling so bad um, in these big games. They don't have that guy, that playmaker on the offense to kind of take that game to the next level. You guys have an opinion on that? No, I think you had the – the nail right on the head with that, honestly. Like, Bama's getting, I, I, they got I, exposed twice. Yeah, and, and and it's like their offense moves, but like they get to a point where um, if their running game is not working, then they just become stagnant on offense, and just the ball just does not travel where it needs to go. No, you just have you have Bryce Young. If the running game is not working, you have Bryce Young, and that's it. Yeah, and he even him, so much. He, and he just doesn't look as comfortable as he did last year. Um. Yeah. He looks very fidgety, and he forces a lot more throws than he did last year. I know he's a Heisman winner. They say he's going to be a top-10 pick. I think he's going to be a bust, personally. Um, but – No, I do. I think he's going to be a bust. I, I really do. That's, that's a lot to say from an Ohio State fan that's never had a good fucking Ohio State quarterback in the NFL ever, ever, ever. But okay. I'll I mean, yeah. Like, nobody's nobody's saying that. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying he's not – I'm not saying CJ. Hey, Justin Fields, good. Justin I'm, Fields, uh, best, best. Hey, that's the best thing we got going for us right now. It's just like, he, God damn it, he got, got yeah. a good career. Doesn't yeah. transfer to wide receiver. Yeah, he's, he's just, he's just like because he has no team, right? So he just hates on Ohio State. He's a Texas fan. Out of spite, he has a team. He has a team. They just haven't been good since what 2010. That's it. That's all. No, so he just no, hates. So he like just goes and hates on. It's more. It's more so like 2005 just, since they we're were. Out of fucking roots for Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Texas Longhorns, right? Like he's like, yeah. I'm somebody who was good in like the fucking nineties. Early two thousands. Not only that, hey, not only that, LA Kelly. Not only that, LA. You think when I was fucking six years old that I was thinking that hard in advance and yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Call me young Sheldon. And he's and he's a Dodgers fan. Let's get that out of the fucking way. That yeah. I'm a Dodgers shit. fan because of Yasiel fucking Puig, hey, bitch. If, if any girls are listening to this, it's very clear just based on his teams, this motherfucker is not loyal. He's not loyal at all. No. His team does bad. His team does I'm bad. loyal. I'll just let hates. you know when I'm leaving. No, no, no. Your team does bad, so you just go. You have nothing on your – you can't talk You can't talk shit we'll to anybody because your page. team's Don't doing you so work. bad. So you just go and you hate on other teams. Probably like the Ohio State Northwestern game. You watch that shit? You're probably looking at the score. Oh, they only won fucking what twenty one seven. Yeah, but he didn't watch the game. He doesn't but know he, the wind. But you didn't watch eighty the game. miles an hour. Exactly. It's like a I don't have Wi Fi. Exactly. Didn't watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get no Wi Fi. I got that unlimited data. That five G. The box score, my boy. That's all I can do. Yeah, that's it, and that's pretty typical. Like from from a fake fan, you know, just checking box scores and looking <laughs> yeah, at stats, looking at stats. Let yeah. him know. Let him know. Fuck this guy. Call me a fake Ohio State fan. Motherfucker, I watch more football on a Saturday, on one Saturday, than you probably have watched all fucking year. And you're commentating on these. I just want to get that out of there. Okay? I watch more football on one Saturday than you probably watched all year. Now, Tyler, Tyler. Right? And he's hating on Ohio State. That's kind of weird. 
I, I hate Ohio State. I'm going to defend this guy, but not because I agree with what he's saying. But, like, you know, I'd probably watch a lot of fucking football, too, if I fucking, you know, had fucking obligations that you have. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fair. fair. That's fair. I watch a lot of football, too, but it's because my, my obligations are different from yours. But, like, Killian, Killian doesn't have obligations. It's Killian Brewer. He doesn't fucking – come on now. He doesn't have any worries in the world. We watch yeah, football. I, 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 <laughs> That we're dealing with Kelly, Kelly worries about his student loan payments, and that's it. <laughs> Make sure that gas is working properly at the gas station. That's about it. I want to ask your opinion on Jackson Smith Nigjigba. Okay, he's been out him? all year. What's he's been hurt all year. What's your opinion of him, though? Uh, Without think... play all year, and what you saw from his little sample, let me let me hear it from a expert Ohio State fan. Okay. I want to hear an expert announcement. He is. Listen, listen. So what he is is he is a what he is what a Julian he is what a Julian Fleming is this year. He was okay. Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson going into the fucking draft. He was a solid number three who ended up turning into a number one receiver, and and that's how Julian Fleming is doing this year. Julian Fleming is a solid third receiver who's popping off because they're everybody's focused on Marvin Harrison Jr. and fucking Emeka Buka. So they so who do you have? That's going to be fucking wide open, fucking fifty yards down the field on a post. It's going to be Julian Fleming. Yeah, That's but like, fuck, things uh, going to happen uh, in the NFL. I'm going to go ahead. and I'm going to take over on this one. So, Smith Nujigba, okay, yes. he actually had better numbers than Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson last year. Okay, yeah, he did. He did. What and the that, fuck? And that's the fact of it. <laughs> what do you mean? What the fuck happened? He's had a fucking bum hamstring all year. No, no, no. You look at Chris Olave. No, look. You, just, you look at Chris Olave. You look at Garrett Wilson. The rookie years in the NFL. Their rookie years in the NFL. They're both. They're both fucking going crazy. They're yeah, both, they're both. They're both, they're both up for the rookie of the year. So yeah. Who? Chris Olave, Chris Olave and, and Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. They're not jogging for fucking rookie of the yes, year. Yes, they are. Garrett Go Wilson look at probably not, but they're three weeks. They're the best receivers. Chris Olave. Wait, stop. I don't like Ohio State players at all, and I know for a fact Chris Olave has outplayed Garrett Wilson. Like, 10 times out of 10, dude. Everybody knows Garrett Wilson hasn't played as good as Chris Olave this season. It's not between the two. I, I'm, not, I'm willing to say, yeah, if, if Chris Olave is rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, he has well-deserved it. But if Garrett Wilson wins it, he didn't deserve it. No. Garrett Wilson Hell, probably won't. Fucker. He probably won't. No, for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, I think Chris Olave definitely won't. But listen. Chris Olave, you guys saying that's but, not, it's not but right. Coming it's not in, true. But listen, coming in, drafted as rookies and they're both the best receivers they're both the best receivers on their teams what is i mean what do you like what is the point like lima swede was supposed to be so great you know lima swede in 2007 was supposed to be awesome but i remember you used to suck that dude so hard and it was i still have his jersey and i'm gonna pick that swede off the back you know so i can wear it for pickings you know (laughs) fuck it Fucking speaking about fucking wide receivers to the Steelers, Martavius Bryant. I, I do I I will agree with I you. I love him. I know. I will agree with you on this. He if he would have never gotten into those fucking drug issues and off the field issues, yep. t- between him and Josh Gordon, those dudes could have been like yep. NFL greats. If it's it wasn't hard. if it wasn't for their off the field issues. If, if if I'm being if I'm being Killian, I I want them to play because I feel for them. They're good enough. To perform, and so you should let them perform. But if I'm the NFL, you cannot 
let little kids look up to those two guys. You know, no, absolutely not. <laughs> you can't let little kids look up to those guys. Oh, absolutely you know? not. You can't. You got to think of it like any job, though. Like, that's just how it is with a job. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It is their job. It's their fucking career. So if you get caught it's up. It's their job, but shit. like, it's their job, but it's a pu- it's a public, you're in the public eye. You know, you know that There's everybody. There's still rules you have to follow. Like, you would yeah. think, you would think making millions of dollars would make you stop smoking weed. You know? To know that you have a chance to lose out on a couple oh, that, million dollars. That'd make you, hey, buddy, that'd make you want to smoke weed even more. You got more money, more weed, buddy. No. You would think that, about it like that. Like, you would think about it like that if, like, if you were thinking about it from you, but, like, I don't know how Josh Gordon grew up. Like, that motherfucker might have been smoking weed since he was 11 years old, and that's all he knows, dude, since he's fucking ever could really remember. He just smokes weed every fucking day. So, like, he, he probably smokes before weed, practice. He, he probably smokes before games. He probably has his best performances when he's high as fuck, bro. Think about it. Chad Johnson did the same fucking shit. Uh, Chad, Chad Johnson ain't Chad, a fucking well, Viagra. Okay, that's he was taking yeah. Viagra. He was popping Viagra before. He he's the first one. For every game. He's the first one. He's all, yeah, but so, you Johnson, said you had a heart on out there. Yeah, yeah, I don't but I mean, I'm not name dropping. I'm, I'm not name dropping fan. people from our fucking high school, bro. We're fucking going to fucking games high as fuck, bro. Putting on the best performances of their fucking lives. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we 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 know who those people are. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but God damn it, they were first team all Ohio. God damn it, they were That's first great. team Ohio, weren't they, motherfucker? <laughs> Respect. God damn it. <laughs> oh shit. Um. I know another thing that I want to talk about was that absolute beatdown. I know we had mentioned it in the last episode a little bit. LA did the beatdown that Georgia gave Tennessee. Do we think Georgia is 100% legit, or do we think Tennessee just had a little bit of an off game being away in Athens, Georgia? The crowd did that factor into the way they played, or is Georgia just that good? It's always go ahead, Jaren. Yeah. No, I was going to say the same fucking thing that you were going to say probably. If it was at Tennessee, it could have been a different game. I, I think so. I think the fact that they just could not communicate like protection schemes. I mean, they were getting blitzed out the ass. Kaylee Ringo, I think he's a fucking top 10 corner. You know, in the NFL next year, he he will be top 10 corner. He, he is a fucking lockdown, lockdown god over there. Little sauce gardener action, um, but I don't know. Georgia's gonna be tough. It does. Tough it does kind of make me. It does kind of make me. I will say, like seeing, watching these fucking SEC teams, bro. It does kind of worry me as a fucking Ohio State fan. If Ohio State were to make it into the playoffs, it's it's the same thing every year. You know what I mean? One of the it's either Ohio State or Michigan makes it into the playoffs unless they get fucking cheated out. But if they finally make it into the playoffs, an SEC team exposes one of those. It's either going to be Ohio State or Michigan, the only I don't think good so. Big Ten teams. I, I think I think the SEC's down, down, and it's not even just SEC. I think all of college football is pretty down. Um, if you look at if you look at like the main scheme of things, to win those big games, you have to be able to throw the ball. Michigan doesn't have that. They cannot throw the ball right now. When you get into the dome and there's no weather conditions to factor in, are, are you going to be able to throw the ball against the other top three best teams in the country? I don't think Michigan could do it right now. I I, really yes, don't. but that's the thing. That's you the thing. Say, say the Ohio State and Michigan game. It's at the end of November, and the weather could be anything. It could be seventy degrees, or it could be twenty degrees and fucking snowing. Right. If it's twenty degrees and snowing with 30, 40 mile per hour winds, Michigan wins that game because Ohio State, when they played Northwestern, which Northwestern 
usually is a pass-heavy offense, at least this year. But they had that running back hole who he can run the ball. He runs the ball hard. Um, and that the watching Ohio State's defense try to stop that run was kind of scary because they don't – obviously their line's not Michigan's offensive line. But you give Michigan's offensive line with, you know, fucking Edwards and Blake Corum in the backfield, bro, if there's bad weather conditions, Ohio State's in trouble, bro. I'm just – I'm going to be honest about it. It's and if it gets to that type of game, I mean, it's going to be offensive line, front seven. I mean, those 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 guys are going to have to step up if if it is that type of game. But I mean, if it's if it's a fair weather, perfect weather game, then um, I think Ohio State's going to prevail because Michigan's not going to be able to throw the ball and compete at that high of a level. I mean, it's different when you're playing fucking Rutgers and they're th- they're pretty much handing you the ball at the thirty yard line. Every possession yeah. in the second half. Well, I will say Rutgers. The second half, Rutgers gave that fucking game away. They were up at half, bro, and then fucking blew three, that three shit. picks in the second half. But yeah. you can kind of say people, you know, people, Michigan fans can probably look at the Penn State game and say the same thing about Ohio State. Think about it. Yeah, but I mean, it was different. You got to think about like scheme wise. It's not just about what the box score looked like. It, it's more so just about where schemes match up. Um. And the way that Ohio State plays, it lines up against Penn State. I mean, they have a decent secondary. Ohio State didn't run the ball very well against them. And when you when you force a team to be one-dimensional, they're going to keep it close. Yeah. And that's I mean, the thing, too, is you can't have Mayan Williams only. I mean, Travion Henderson's been battling some injuries, and he didn't play at all last this past week. Yeah. And so, Mayan, like, Mayan you was can't down, just rel- – And Mayan was down the Penn State game. He yeah, was down like hand. first first quarter or some shit. So yeah, so like Ohio State needs to have the ability. They need to have that ability to fucking run the ball if it comes down to it. And I think that's the one thing that they may be slacking on. Yeah, I, I know they they were having some discussions internally about the offensive line and how they were doing. It's just yeah, we'll just we'll we'll see what what team they come out with. You know. I think I think that this Indiana game is going to be a telltale sign of, you know, is Ohio State going to be back to playing the regular offense the way they were before, you know, this last couple stretch games, way games, or are they going to kind of stay in that same mindset mindset and uh, keep playing games close, which I I absolutely hate when they play games close, like just smoke yeah, just smoke you're better. Like I, I I haven't gotten nervous about a loss all year. Just watching, I'm just like, I know they're gonna win. It's just when when are they gonna turn it yeah. on? Um, that's true. The, that's fair. The one game that I'm nervous about, I'm kind of nervous about the Maryland game. So yeah. it's not it's not a home game. Uh, they Ohio State's offense has played significantly worse on the road this year, and it's the same thing with their defense. I mean, they they give up more yards on the road. Um, they keep the score low. They really haven't given up that many points all year. Their defense has, and it's the best Ohio State defense I've seen in ten years. But um, Georgia and Tennessee—if they went out, they'll be in. There's just no, there's no doubt in my mind. Or, or one thing that could happen is LSU could fucking somehow sneak in there as a second SEC team if they can somehow squeak out the fucking. Um, I think if they the do SEC that West. shit, bro, this shit is so. If LSU, if they end up putting somehow, if they end up putting LSU in the playoffs, bro, that's it's nah, nah, that shit is rigged as fuck, bro. 
Well, I mean, I think that's what they're going to try and do. It's because they absolutely waited so much. And then what's going to happen is, okay, mark my words, it's going to be Georgia, Tennessee, Oregon, and one of the Big Ten teams. Those will be the final four. That's that's what it's going to be. There's no question in my mind that's what the top four is going to be. Because Again, they, pending what TCU does. Pending what TCU does. If TCU loses this week, then for yeah. sure they're kicking them all the way fucking out of the yeah. playoffs. They're not even oh, going to yeah. be in the picture. Yeah. But if they beat Texas, if they beat Texas, then they'll they take Oregon spot. Here, Correct. Exactly. Exactly. Correct. And, that, that's, and that's how it would be. But like, and, and that's that's the, the unfortunate part is like Clemson should have never been in the top fucking five. They, they're not that good of a team. Their offense, they didn't even know who was going to fucking be play, playing quarterback this week. How do you have them in the top four? This last week, yeah. and they did know? they did terrible last week, and they they were very generous with their with their pre. I know pre rankings isn't really a a major thing because I mean look at Notre Dame they were pre ranked Texas A and M right yeah and like the thing is, is that everyone was like oh you know they're not losing anybody it's like exactly they're not losing anybody and they're still fucking shitty and you think they're gonna be better this year you know yeah. like they were a fucking four or five loss team damn near last year. Like yeah, they they looked horrible. They looked so horrible last year. And, and their offense hasn't been good since Trevor Lawrence left. Yeah, hundred percent. Him, Travis Etienne, fucking all those weapons that they had, they're gone. Clemson's the shit fucking program now, bro. Yeah, it, I don't know. But all right, folks, this is gonna be all we have for this episode of the Lunch Table. This is episode nine. Thank you. Thank you, and have a good night. Hey, thanks guys for letting me uh, hop on here.